with super coach guns and adrianosaurus adrian here and nathan on the other end of the line that i was just discussing off air that song it was a an old campaign for the nrl not as good as simply the best was it but good old tom jones what a game what a game what a mighty good game uh nathan welcome to the show thanks for having me today's uh topic will be a bit interesting why not well, it will. Uh, you know, each year you kind of see a lot of cookie-cutter teams. You see a lot of teams look the same. Second row forward this year is one of the positions, the position, I reckon. Because, I mean, everyone's going Burton or Dewey. You know, people are taking a Tor or a Val as their premium center winger. You know, everyone's going sort of the same sort of route in a lot of other positions. Um, but you're seeing some real variety when it comes to second row forward. Yeah, you are. And there's a lot of different, as, as you say, there's a lot of different ways you can approach it. Are you going to stack it? Are you going to go no guns? You know, there's a lot of different approaches, and it'll be interesting to see what the right approach ends up being. Well, that's right. I mean, uh, we were talking before the show here, and I've got two guns in there. I brought Harry Grant back into my team, and it was sort of my team was asking me to get rid of David Fafita because I was running with two guns. Um, but I've seen teams that have, you know, the big, the most expensive player they've got in there is like a Teague Wilton. Um, so people are choosing to save money there and stack fullback, halfback, five, eight, you know, fullback, which is not the worst strategy. We don't know. It could be, um, the strategy to go this year. I think there's definitely some value in there. We're going to be doing second row forward today. It's going to be a good podcast where we discuss the, the different tiers, we're going to go in an expensive uh, level to start. We'll look at some middies and some cheapies that we like because obviously we're all going to have to have some cheapies. Um, do you want to just kick up, kick off the show with an update on our teams? I don't think we've covered anything uh, recently on, on the teams. Right. So my uh, hookers, uh, Harry Grant and Brendan Smith. Yep. Then um, front row, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. I've got uh, Joseph Tarkin, Stefano Utoi Kamanu. Ooh, you've paid up for big Joey Taps. Yeah, I liked what I saw from him in the All-Stars game. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I might have to own him this year. Uh, then Sean Kepi and Davey Mowali uh, on the bench. Basically, Davey Mowali might not necessarily be Davey. bench forward at 234000 So, you know, um, then the second row, I've got Cameron Murray, T. Gilton, and Luke Garner as my yeah. starters. Yep. 
And then on the bench, I've got Elias Apatoa, Jermaine Hopgood, and Matthew Dury. Mm. Uh, halfback, I've got uh, Nathan Cleary and Tanner Boyd. Yep. So I've gone without Nico. I've gone Grant over Nico for now. Yep. Uh, and then I've got Dewey and Schuster at 5A. Val Holmes, Hayes Perham, Isaac Thompson, Chancellor with Brock Stadness, starting with the wings. We Harley Smith Shield, Paul Alamotti, and Alfina Carpera as the bench center wings, and then Teddy Turbo. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think the big Joe Taps in there is a big um, move. You've got a pretty beefy second row forward there as well, you know, with um, Alessia Katoa on the bench. We do hear rumors. Well, not even rumors, really. It's been nearly confirmed that it's going to be Loyero and Alicia Katoa to start in the second row. Um, yeah. And we do know that Sims is injured, but they say he's going to sort of work his way back in as a middle, which you did float as what they probably need. Um, so, yeah, all right. Well, that's the team. Well, here's mine. I brought Harry Grant back in as of yesterday. Big, I love you. You're a wizard, Ari. Harry's back into the team. Um, I've got Tanner Boyd on the bench, so I am fading the cheese at the moment. Um, look, you and I, you, I was like, do you, well, did you love what you saw from the cheese? Yes, you did love what you saw from the cheese. I love what I saw from Tanner Boyd as well. So it's a saving I need in my team. So, I mean, look, I do have a little bit of FOMO not having the cheese in there because he is so highly owned, but he's the perfect candidate for a, a fade um, because he's he's not going to score big hundreds. He won't. He doesn't do it. Neither will Tanner Boyd. Yeah, well, that's right. He, they'll score the same, and I'll do it for oh, nearly 100k no, cheaper. Oh, no, get out of here. Get out of here. This is my team. Look, I will try to find maybe a way to get um to get the cheese back in. Um, Christian Welsh, he's going to score within a stone's throw of Tappany, or maybe not. Maybe not Tappany, but some of those other ones. He, you know, he, I think he'll average 60, anywhere between 60 and 65. I liked what I saw from him in the trial. He looks like he's not – it was a year ago. And I know that the Achilles is a hard one to get over, but I think he looks pretty good. Um, yeah. Uitikamano, uh, he's in the start. I've got Ben Murdoch Basilla still in there. He's my only uh, he, he's my only bloody um, St. George person for loops, so he's in there. Um, and Moali, same as you. We'll just have to wait and see what we get. Um, in the second row, I've got Cam Murray. He's an absolute bloody weapon. We're going to talk about him in second row forward tonight. Um, David Fafita, I'm just clinging on to Dave. I can do so much in my team if I went to like a Teague Wilton. I mean, I'd probably, um, you know, consider someone like an Egan Butcher, who I think is, you know, we're going to cover him as one of the people we talk about as well. Um, But Teague Wilton, he looks like he's going to get the start as well. If I went down from David Fafita, I could do a lot in my team. I just, oh, I'm scared of David Fafita contract year. I want to see what they play like with um, four in this week. If, you know, if he goes and puts on two tries this week and Fafita just looks damaging, you watch everyone scrambling to get him in their team. Um, And I've got Luke Garner in there as well. Um, So that's my starting second. Yeah. On the bench, um, Jermaine Hopgood. Um, I've got Matthew Dury, and I've got Wong. It's pretty skinny there on the last two positions on the bench. Um, Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines in my halves. I've gone and I've got Nico, Cleary, and Grant, the big three that everybody sort of really wants. I've got them. Um, Dewey and Schuster in the 5A. I've got Val Holmes. 
I've got Hayes Perham. I've got Chance. I've got Harley Smith Shields. Uh, Brayden Williamy. Anton says he's going to um, be a good chance of jagging the spot there for the Warriors. And look, he's a handy jewel for 230K. So, I mean, I don't really love Sloan. I mean, he's going to be sight unseen. The coach can move him around left, right, and center. Um, if Williamy gets a run, I reckon he seems like a fairly decent cheapy on dual status alone. How did he get dual? Crazy. Um, and I've gone yeah. uh, Alamotti and Carl Pereira, Tedesco and Travojevic in uh, fullback. Yes, the things about my team, uh, obviously there's no cheese. I've got Boyd in there at the moment. I'm not. I you know if if I need to if I need to save the money, I'm happy to go Boyd. I've been one of the big. You know, champions for Boyd this year to be a 60-plus averaging uh, player. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, look, you know, Garner down to someone like a Loiro is probably a bit of money as well where I could probably get back to cheese as well. Loiro and Alicia Katoa look, look all but confirmed maybe to, to start in the second row forward for them. So a bit of tinkering. But I, I like the team having Hines, Cleary, and Grant in there. You've got um, Hines and Cleary. No, you've got... Um, Cleary and Grant. Yeah. Yes. So I've got one extra gun in there, and that does cost you a bit in your team. You can see that when I read mine out. All right. The well, second row forward, it's a position um, that – do you think it's like a make or break position this year, or do you think it's a position where, you, you know, you're kind of obligated in a way with the importance of sort of halves and, and fullbacks? And, you know, do you think that it's a position where you could um, save this year and there's some decent enough middies? Or – do you think it's good to just anchor it down with one of these guns that we're about to talk about? Well, I think it's a it's a wide field. Like you can do pretty much whatever you want at second row. So there is a world where you you, know, you stack it with two or three guns. I know I've had that layout at one point in the season, but it looks like we're going to get enough mid rangers and cheapies to maybe have one gun at most. You know. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing I want to say to people is we go, oh, Cam Murray's an absolute weapon. He'll average 70. And you've got these blokes like Luke Garner who are 430,000, or probably average 60. You know, so it's it's you know, big, big money savings for 10 points. And if you really start to look at it like that, it can make you make some decisions in your team. You know, like if I look at Cheese and Boyd, I reckon they'll average within five points of each other. Realistically, um, and when you ask yourself those real simple questions, that's why I like your Tappany, because I reckon Tappany could average, you know, 15 points, 20, you know, more than a Welsh. Um, you know, you go and have a look in the second row forward. If if you're plugging with these players, um, you know, Dave Fafita averaged 65 last year, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to hope that he's going to lift that for it to be worth um, the money that you're spending. People who go with Teague Wilton, he could, he could average low 60s into 65 quite easily for, for under 500. So there's lots of different ways you can go about it. I, I just think um, there's a security you get from locking in some of these out-and-out guns into your positions. And, you know, Cam Murray is one of those ones. But let's start it actually with the guy who was the top second row forward and the top front rower from last year. He's into a new team. He has really been um, not spoken about a lot this year, uh, probably because he costs an absolute mosser and he's off to another team. Isaiah Papalini, um, he's 5.7% owned. Can you believe that ownership? I mean, it, it does not surprise me, but that's a, he's an absolute freaking uber pod. Yeah. Um, he, he could go out and be an absolute weapon 
for Supercoach early on. My concern is that, you know, changing clubs. What will they do? Who Whose edge is he on? If he's on, if he's with Adam Dewey, as good of a Supercoach player as Adam Dewey is, he's a bit of a glue hands. So he's going to back himself before he passes. Whereas if he's with Luke Brooks, he's probably going to get peppered with a lot of short balls. So it's all about what your thoughts are on how Papali is used. I think he'll be used in a way that will be similar to how he was used at Parramatta. But in saying that, I just don't know if the Tigers have the quality that Parramatta did when they when Papali averaged 80 for two seasons in a row. So I'm going to say start with Adam, but I could see myself definitely owning him at some point this year. Yep. Um, the last two years has been unbelievable. 78, yeah. 79 average. His point per minute, nice and comfortably over a one. I think he'll do that again this year over a one. Um, but the question is, is it going to be 75 minutes? I mean, there is that yeah. little bit of unknown for me. I am tipping him to average 70 plus this year. I, rec- I reckon he will. It is a pity that we've lost the duel from him. That was probably the best thing about him in a way because you could pick him – Yes, playing yeah. 75 minutes in the second round, you pick him in front row. He was the absolute, for the last two years, he's been the rock of your team. You're like, he can yeah. go hundreds on occasion. And if he didn't, it was a 75. You know, he was so good. He's a second row forward only. I think he's going to average 70 plus. But uh, at 830K, I, I can see why people are just saying, well, I'm not going to quite spend that when you can get a Cam Murray for 100K cheaper. You know, it's just he's so it costs so so much now when you're stacking him up against your second row forwards and and the premium yeah. second row forwards. Uh, I reckon he'll be good there at the Tigers, but it is a team. It's a drop down in team. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and you know, I, I say Moses and um, Dylan Brown are probably two of the better best halves in the league, aren't they? Yeah, it's definitely the be- one of the better halves combos for sure, and they're probably each top five in their positions. So it's a step down when you're looking at Adam Dooley and Luke Brooks, you know. Now, in saying that, they do have Abby Corrick now, who uses forwards excellently. So he could he could score he could still still score a fair amount of tries, but it won't be as many as he scored in the last few years. And so you're reliant on that on his actual touches going up pretty much to maintain that eighty average. And I don't know if it will. Yeah, it's a lot of, I mean, people are spending that on Nico Hines. You're paying like Nico Hines kind of, well, a bit of a cleary kind yeah. of money. It's well, just, you're, you're, yeah, you're paying more for Harry, you're paying more for Isaiah Papaliti than you are for Harry Grant. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, So, look, I'm not going to say to any, I'm, you, you cannot get on a podcast and say, don't own uh, Isaiah Papaliti when he's average 80 for the last two years. There are yeah. some little, um, well, little red flags, I reckon. New team, not as good team. There's no John Bateman here yet. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. John. Um, but let's move on to the next one. Um, Cam Murray, he's 749,200. I have projected him again this year for 71, um, doing the crunching on his numbers. Last year, he had an injury-affected year, and he was still yeah. in the top three. You know, we know that he had that good period, actually, where he was affected. It was shoulder um, last year, was it? Shoulder and concussion got him badly last oh, year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so, look... Um, if he, you know, he if he gets an injury-free season, yes, he's going to have a, a, a busy calendar because he will go off to origin. Um, but we've lost probably, look, I had Gus in my team. He was my um, treat in the second row because I really love what I saw from Gus last year late. Uh, we do know that he's have, 
having some time off indefinitely. Um, so I went straight to Cam Murray uh, because yeah. I reckon he'll go out and score 70 plus. I can only see him doing better this year if the body's healthy. You know, yeah. a, a hard draw to start the year benefits Cam Murray. Um, and then if we just go conservatively for him, 1.1 for 65 minutes, it's 71. So it mm. could be better than that. It could be better. So you think you're thinking he plays sixty five minutes, yeah? Well, that's At what least. I've gone as yeah. a minimum. I've done minimums. Yeah. Well, if I told you that whenever he played more than six sixty five minutes or more in those games last year, he averaged eighty point nine two. Yeah. So there's, there's a the world where there's there. a world where he could go up from sixty five minutes if the body's healthy. He's young and, yeah. and he's the captain. Um, look. The cons for me, look, he's got to buy in round 16, round 20, round 26. So that's good for you in the start of the year. But getting around that round 16, 20, 26, you probably don't want to be without someone like him over those periods. Uh, there could be a chance of an origin rest as well when he comes back from origin. And obviously yeah. round 26 is in, is a key, we're key rounds for super coach. So you probably... You know, he's not going to be someone I reckon you can hold for the entire year. When it gets to the pointy end of the season, you might have to think about moving him on, which is something you don't always want to do with some of the guns. No, you're just hoping for a really hot start from him, aren't you? Yep. And then uh, you can take him to Papa Lee, potentially. Yeah, but we've but we've both got him in our team, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I like it. Um, let's move on to the next one. He was a star last year. We I haven't done a heap of study on him, but the question... Um, can he do it again, Sean Lane? You talk me, Sean Lane. They've lost um, some key players out of there, and we're talking about who's going to take the other second row spot. How are they going to use Maddo? Lane could be on here for eighty minutes. Yeah, I think he will. I, I think he's very undervalued. If he's an eighty-minute back rower. I'll just find some of the stats. You you fill in some time for it. I will. He's two point eight percent owned. So you've got these absolute weapons of last year in Isaiah Papali and Sean Lane. Two point eight percent. Um, if you don't want to go the Cam Murray route, which is twenty three point two, your antipod could be Sean Lane. Um, he he is an absolute gun last year. The questions I probably have about him are. Can he back it up? Uh, are the Eels going to go backward, losing the, all the players that they've lost last year? Um, but I'm, I don't know. I reckon he's in nice pod territory, and I, I just reckon with everyone that they've lost, he's the one mm. in their team that's going to get 80 minutes. Um, so yeah, talk to me. Talk to me about Sean Lane. Okay, so when he played in 80 minute games last year, so full game, yeah, never came off. 72.3 average. So there's not, there's like 5.4, 5 points value, right? It's not, you're not buying it for value, but you, you got to, you go in there knowing that, you know, he's going to be churning out some very high caliber scores right from the get go. And that, like, you know, there's probably no worries about his minutes this year because Matthew Jory would come off before Sean Lane would. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it was 77 minutes last year. It's probably going to be around the same, if not just 80. He could be the 80-minute back rower. They're hard yeah. to find sometimes, an 80-minute back rower. Um, look, the PPM, look, uh, someone like Cam Murray, he can get – that's 65 minutes for him to get to 70 is what I'm saying. Um, Sean Lane, his PPM has never been over one. So he's got a slightly smaller PPM. You you, you could get him, and I, I reckon he's a nice antipod to someone like Murray. 
um, because I reckon he's going to be eighty minute back row. That's a nice yeah. thing. Um, and if he can if he can build on the year that he had last year, all of his numbers were up last year. So if he tracks again up yeah. in that team, I reckon he's a real target now that you've lost Isaiah Papali'i out of that team. I reckon mm-hmm. they're going to go to Lane. That that combination with uh, Dillbacks is terrific. Yeah. So you you we both own. Do you own Elias Katoa? I've no. forgotten. No. no I don't. Well, what are the mid-range second rowers that you have? Uh, Ghana. Ghana. Just Ghana. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, Ghana's four thirty-five thousand. Could he? Do you reckon he, if he was turning out a sixty average, do you reckon he'd reach six hundred thousand by round seven? Yeah. That's only 160000 sorry. That shouldn't be too hard. Well, by round seven, he's, um, well, you know, he's got the bull, uh, what's his name? Sean Lane has got the Bulldogs, the Broncos, the Knights, the Titans, the Raiders, and then into an origin-affected South Sydney, an origin-affected North Queensland, then the Bay Bulldogs, Manly, Dolphins, Warriors, Titans. Oh, mate. That run. That run again. I, is- I, I want Sean Lane round eight. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. I think that's what we can say on Lane. Maybe you don't necessarily start with him unless you're anti-potting someone like um, Murray because you're spending money there. And I'd probably still prefer Murray. But by round eight, it gets – that ride is very, not, very not juicy. Not to mention you're missing um, the West Tigers and the Bulldogs around six and seven because – you probably don't quite, probably won't quite have the money from Ghana. Yeah. Oh, you know? wow. yep. All right. Well, there we go. That's, I think that's a good plan. I'm going to jot that down in my notes. Get, get laying by, by round eight. Um, let's talk about um, another guy who was good last year, Hudson Young, 704,000. So, um, you know, you're comparing him to sort of a lane and sort of a Murray. Uh, he's 2.6% owned. So he's around the same ballpark as those guys. Um, he was very good last year, wasn't he? Um, talk to me about Hudson. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Raiders fan. I reckon he's in for 80 minutes on the edge as well yeah. um, for that Raiders team. He's an absolute talent of a player. He's got all that nonsense out of his game. Um, is he is he an option for to start the year? Well, I, didn't, I didn't love what it, I saw from the Raiders in the old uh, trial. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, it wasn't. Yeah, it was a. Wasn't your full strength team? Well, it was only about three of our bloody yeah, exactly top thirty squad. So it, it, it's hard to get a read into last week. This week will be telling, I think. But you've got he scored thirteen tries last year. Yeah, that's young, yep. and he, he couldn't crack a seventy average. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, look, he, he's up there with uh, with Lane. And I, similar, and, similar. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, similar yeah. sort of look. His trajectory, average score, 40, 54, 61, up to 67 last year. The minutes have gone up 45, 58, 68, uh, and 78. I think he'll get 80 this year. Probably, you know, he might have an injury effect game or something. The PPM sort of has hovered around 0.86, you know, up to 0.93. So um, if he does 70 minutes, so does close to 80, let's say 78 minutes at 0.93, he's going to average 72. So. You know, like he has to score quite a lot. He has to replicate last year's attacking stats. Yeah, he could. Don't he, get me he wrong. Could, but. He could, but I, I just, you know, like, um, people are like, oh, what do you, Nanai? Like, well, you want to talk about his sixty-seven or whatever not being good? Nanai's is worse, and he everyone all the tries that he scored last year. But um, I'll get on to I, him. I just reckon um, 
there are things that you can do in a year. Like I reckon a lane over a Murray, you know, because you've already got lane then when you go into round eight. I think that that could be a move that pays off and it feels low risk because I think lane will average 65, 70. He'll be a main focus point of them. He's in a better yeah. team. Whereas someone like Young, if we don't get these tries, the average is not going to be great. If we don't get tries, probably. Yeah, so you yeah. need the you need him to replicate the tries. You don't need that from Lane. Hmm. You need some, but you don't need as many as um, Young got last year. Now, I agree with you. It could happen, but it could happen. You, you spending seven hundred there. You are courageous, courageous pot pot hunter. Um, but I, I'm predicting yeah. him this year to 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 get. High 60s, early 70s. I wouldn't be surprised if he tapped through the 70 barrier this year. This is how incredibly – this is going to be a statistic that's going to blow your mind, right? How many tries do you reckon Sean Lane scored last year? I don't know. I think he got like eight or nine, didn't he? Two. Two! If I clicked on the right player, I'm hoping I have now. Is that Sean Lane? Yes. Two tries. Wow. I thought he got two tries and he averaged seven. Under, you know, yeah, but I just reckon, um, yeah, I just reckon you need uh, Hudson Young got to high 60s with a buttload of tries. Um, you need that again. Um, look, we'll brush, we'll talk really quickly over these guys because oh, well, look, 2.3 is not to be sneezed at. Um, Keon Kalomatangi, he came on really nicely last year. Do you think he's he he is a real attacking weapon for them? But yeah. if he's a hard draw to start the year. Would you be going there? Well, it was weird last year. He was fixture proof. Dare I say it? Like he scored one hundred and eighteen against Melbourne. He had scores of eighty one and eighty six against Parramatta and North Queensland. You know, he he churned out good scores against everyone. Like an eighty six against the Roosters. Um, where else? Again, yeah, okay. You know, he's, he was churning out good scores against everyone. So yeah. I, I think he's fixture-proof, but yeah, he's expensive. Yeah, 701,000. Um, you know, for these guys that rely on a bit of attack like Young and Kaloa I just don't know if that's the way to start the year for me. Um, but uh, the, you were talking about players who are on the trajectory up. They're getting better in their career, aren't they? And I think Kaloa Matangi certainly falls into that category. Yeah. Um, well, well, Gus is still at 6.9%. I think people are probably going to have to move off that. Um, I mean, I hope he comes back soon. He's such a great player yeah. for the NRL. The NRL you, you talk about some players that, I mean, of course, any player that's out, the NRL is less rich, you know, I guess, um, unless it was Luai because he bloody, I'd, I'd be happy to not see him in the NRL. Sorry, Penrith fans. Um, but you know, 6.9, people are probably going to have to move him on. Ryan Madison, he's 0.7. People are not going to want him because he's not going to be there. He's, um, his band's going to hold up. Isaiah Yo, 7.8%. People like a bit of no frills, Isaiah Yo, don't they? Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like if you, I, I, it just depends on how many minutes he's getting, you know? Like, is he going to be this big minute? middle forward, you know, playing 80 minutes because then all of a sudden, you know, your ears prick up. You're like, 80 minute lock forward? I want that. Yes, please. Yeah, but well, he plays... His minutes fluctuate. Yeah, it was 76 minutes last year. Um, His PPMs doesn't quite usually get... A, well, it's never got over the 1-1. One, one. He's sort of a ball-playing one, isn't he? So um, do you think that losing Appy could be a shot in the arm for him and his ball player? Maybe an, a try assist or two this year, maybe? 
Um, Does it help know. his game? Well, I don't know. I mean, we know that it looks like Mitch Kenny's going to be a starting hooker and playing bulk minutes early on in the season. We've seen that now. Uh, um, and we've also seen that it, Sonny Luke is MIA, you know? Like, it, it's all Mitch Kenny. And I don't know if having Mitch Kenny just dishing it to Nathan Cleary is going to be useful for Isaiah. Like, it, it, it's just going to – Kenny's job will be simple. Get the ball to Cleary. And if Cleary's marked, probably get it to Luai. And if they're both marked, get it to Yo. Oh. So he's like the third option. You know, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know what you heard about Sonny Luke. I heard that he's playing 50 minutes. I mean, what what's changed? Oh, well, I think it was on not Channel 9 last night. Mitch Kenny's going to be the main dude early on. <sighs> was that Danny Wildler? It might have been Danny Wildler. Don't believe a word that bloody idiot says. Oh. Uh, <laughs> look, um, look, if he does one of his better PPMs of 0.93, there's no appy there. So he is a good creator. Maybe he gets 75 minutes at 0.93. You're going to tick under 70 um, again. What's the price on Yo? What do we got here? He, he, he's 694. probably yeah, six ninety three. So I mean, if you're going to Fafita, people are probably saying if Fafita has a ripping game, you know, I might get a hundred and it'll be fifty next week. We'll still get the same average as Yo. So I'm just going to go the safety picks. I'm going to go Murray and I'm going to go Yo, and I'm not going to take yeah. the, the roller coaster ride of a day Fafita at the same price. I just it looks like that regardless. Of, I've just done the numbers here, and his average pretty much maintains the same rate if he's playing 80 minutes. So oh, I, I think he's just price of value. And unless some, unless he, some, if he jags some more attacking stats this year, I think, you know, he's just one to admire. Yep. Um, yeah, just uh, 7.8 seems a little high for me. Um, the next guy on the list, he's very de- divisive. I've kept him in my team, but it was a hard watch because, uh, you know, trial number one, Oh, I still got to see Tanner Boyd controlling the team. I thought Tanner Boyd played well, but they didn't get yeah. the ball to Dave, though, really, did they? Well, he's they lazy. They, well, like, yeah, he didn't go looking for it. And when they did, he got stood up by Ezra Marm, you know? <laughs> so I just, I just don't know. I think he needs a bit of a up the backside. So. Oh, everyone's been saying that forever. It's contract year. Where I mean, do you do you think that um this year with four and I've been watching some of the training and four and is like snapping at him, telling him to get here, there, and everywhere. He looks um like he's going to make a difference to them. I have been all like not from a super coach perspective, right? But I have been. I think here and four could be by the year. You know, he could. He's going to be so crucial to their team is insane. He's going to be he's playing pretty much going to be the only half. Tannerboy will just be told to you know, do a little bit of organising just have good kicking game and if he needs, he'll just do as he's told, you know. Who's running the show? Kieran Foran is. I can't wait to watch this Titans team. Yeah, I'm really not running the show. I wouldn't have never, I would never have said, I mean, when Dave was firing a couple of years ago and Peter Valady's ball, I was like, um, the the Titans are fun to watch there. But I'm looking forward to this second trial to get a look at them with Kieran Foran in there. I'm going to hold David Fafita in my team until I see that. Uh, Let's talk about Dave. Someone said to me, oh, look, Dave only played like 60-something minutes last year, and, and even if he just gets better minutes, remember they were moving him off the bench and everything, blah? I was like, he averaged 71 minutes last year. So he, he did get 70 minutes, and he's probably going to get 70 this year. He can, he probably could be an 80-minute. I don't think Dave could play 80 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on 
maybe he was just playing it conservatively in that trial. I guess that's one way you could have argued it. But I, I feel like he was a bit, he was a bit rubbish, to be honest with you, last year. And, <laughs> and then last night on that trial, he was, again, looked exactly the same as he did in 2022. Well, look, you said that he was rubbish, but, you know, he was rubbish last year and averaged the same as Hudson Young, basically. I know. So um, that's the thing about David Fafita. Um, You know, 0.93 was the PPM last year, which is, you know, a decent enough PPM at 70 minutes. Um, We just know what he can do, eh? And he only played the 18 games last year. He is in a contract year. I want to see them with Boren. He's in my team currently. He's coming at a, you know, a decent enough price under 700K. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to have Dave Fafita because he's, I mean, of the second row forwards, who are the ones that can go a hundred plus, like 120, 130? It's I think I've, I can name probably five. That would be it, probably. Yeah. Um, so he, he's one of the ones that can. Cameron Murray, Isaiah Papali'i, Angus Crichton, Dave Fafita, and maybe Nanai because maybe Harry Nanai. tries he yeah. can score. Yep. So look, he's 18.9%. I reckon um, if you're one of those 18.9%, I am as well. This week in the second week of trials, it plays a big part in whether we're going to go this strategy of having Dave Fafita in our team. Um, Yeah. Oh, just before you move on to the next player. Yeah. 80 minute games, David Fafita, 72.2 average in a rubbish year, right? Mm. So, and an overall improvement. If I sit here in forum, absolutely toying with the defence and using Dave Fafita as his main attacking weapon. Things change. I drop everything to get Dave Fafita in, right? Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I'm just aware he looked pretty rubbish last week. I mean, I, you know, I just really would have loved him, one, him to be rampaging. I do one or two rampaging runs. But anyway, um, look, I'm going to skip over a couple here in the higher price, Bo Furmore. Um, Viliami Kikau is... Um, 8.2%. Let's just go real quick over him. 686 for Viliami Kikau in a new team. Are, yeah, you, nah. are you pro it? Uh, I think he will be great for Canterbury. I think him, he will actually make Burton an elite super coach player, but Kikau won't score super coach points. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think this the, the edge of Paul Alamotti, Viliami Kikau, Josh Adokar will attract so many defenders that Burn just has to show and go when he's through the line scoring. And it might hurt me, not only, but that's what I that's what I'm seeing this year from uh Matt Burden and Viliami Kikau. I think those two will form a lethal combination, but they might not always share the ball. Does that make sense? Yep. I think he could mean more tries for Alamotti and for Adokar yeah. in a way, and maybe not get get him as many himself. But I just reckon um, it is, you've got these risky players. Um, if you went a Hudson Young, you're relying on tries. You know, if you went um, a David Fafita, you're wanting these 50-meter barnstorming runs. And, uh, and if you go kick out, you need tries as well. Well, yeah, well, not even tries. You just need him getting a lot of ball. Yeah, you know? getting a good ball. And he will score tries. He's one of the tries. He's a try scoring second row forward. Yeah. Um, so he's a I creative just think, second rower as well, isn't he? Yeah. Like he can, he knows how to put a kick in. He can offload. He can pass. He's a very good back rower in terms of his ball playing. It's just that I feel like the defenders will be onto him early. They'll all be just they'll double mark kick out. They'll 
they'll just put so many defenders. So it's not Penrith. Um, they're not the Penrith Panthers. They're not the two-time Premiers team. Um, so no. yeah, it isn't. Yeah, I'm taking points off anyone who's going from Penrith to another team. Just a couple. Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah, it depends on like how they what their role is in that new team. All right. Anyway, let's um. Let's let's talk about Jeremiah and I. He costs you six hundred fifty nine thousand. He is above the ten percent ownership, ten point three. His average last year was sixty three. Um, I've projected him this year for sixty four point eight as an average. Now that is point eight one um, ppm by eighty minutes. That's him playing eighty minutes a game. He hasn't got a great ppm. Um, do you think that there is a world where he could improve that ppm this year? Or do, I think he feels like he's going to be a low lower ppm, an under one ppm player. I think he will be, but I also don't think he's a – I reckon he could bump it up to a point nine. I feel like – I had a look at this in the offseason. <clears throat> in second rollers, like a, a big advanced storming second rollers, attacking weapons like your Kalama, Tungi, Ola, Kawasu, Nanai, they're probably all in that similar category, right? Um, their base is always low in their first year starting, but it improves for every year that they, they play on. So, like, Ola Kawadu's base went up five points a game last year, as did Keon Kalama-Tungis, and that was their second year starting. I feel like Nana, the same thing will happen to Nanai, just because he's he knows what's expected of him. He's fitter. He's more prepared, you know. I feel like there, there will be an uptick in uh, work rate from Nanai this year. Well, I'll read you what I wrote down about Nanai. It's a great early draw, and he could score a try a game for the first eight games. Yeah. You know, it's a really nice draw. Does he improve this year? Um, because if you've got a PPM up to 0.9, it's going to be 72. Um, all he's got to do, and it's not even a big jump. It's 0.09. He's got to add on to it. He's just got to make another tackle or two a game, or because you know, he does love a missed tackle, doesn't he? But he's just got to improve. If he improves that defense a little bit, which you'd ex- expect he, he would do, you know, moving into this next year of his career. Um, so, uh, look, I, I've just said his cons are he's got a low one in him. And if he doesn't score tries, much like we say sort of Hudson Young, if he, if he has a trialless game, it's 40s. And, 40s. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 40s. He <laughs> can be, it can be, it can be low. I know he scored, I think, remember that first 10 weeks? Did you join Nanai early on last year as well? Uh, I don't know if I owned him. I, I was, I went again, I was against him. There were some, there were some games, man. There were some games. He scored thirty points in eighty-four minutes, right? But then, in the same token, he scored thirty-five points with a try in eighty minutes. Yeah, like he can go low, but that was early on. As the season went on, he got better as a footballer, and well, I think Origin helped him a lot, and as well, you know, he just looked a better footballer um, from like round ten onwards. And, he's, and that was reflected in his average. He was way above what he was putting out early on in the season. You know, I, right, he went well, below so you, are you saying he's a go? You like him? Well, I've had him for a fair amount of this preseason, as you as you know. Uh, but I, I'm going to watch. I'm going to yep. watch. I I probably can't pick him knowing that Cameron Murray's got similar similar upside and he's much more solid. Um, but I'm saying that I might own him reasonably early on. Yep. Um, we'll get to the end of some of our expensive ones. Let's go to Pat Carrigan, 654,600. Famously, I've endorsed him and said I think he's on for a really big year this year. He's 14.1% owned, which is, you know, it's a, a nice ownership. Um, talk to me about Pat Carrigan. Do you think that he is going to 
improve this year. He has come off like some long-term injuries, managed to yeah. bust out a pretty handy season last year. Um, do you think it's going to be onward and upward for him this year? Absolutely. I think it's going to be onward and upward. He was, you know, he, he averaged really 61 minutes a game last year. So that is definitely going up this year, isn't that's it? Going up. That's got to go up 10 points. And, that's got to go up 10 minutes a game. And I think his average goes up 10 points a game as well, don't you? Yep. See, in 65 minutes or all last year, he averaged 73.3. Yeah. That's what I think he's a 73 average. That's, that's my opinion. I think he's a 73 average in 70 minutes. He, his um, PPM is really – look, it has sometimes it just hovers below the one and most of the time. It's like between 9.8 and 1.03. So if you just say 70 minutes, it's at 1.011, 70 points. He's going to average 70 this year because there is no way that – I mean, his minutes over the last three years, 68, 55, 61, I reckon he is the best player in their pack. And I know that that's a harsh to um, – Hass, but they've abused Payne Hass for years with big minutes. I reckon it's Carrigan's turn for 70 minutes. He's a leader. Yeah. Uh and they they he need they need him. Yeah, plus he's a lock. So it's not you you can have big minute locks and they don't get running to the ground. Whereas if you play big minutes up front in the front row, like you get you, your career just we've seen it with Jason Tamalolo, you know, he dropped off very fast when he was used as a battering ram in the middle forward like Haas has been. So they're managing that, and they're trying to make sure they don't make the same mistake. Yep. And, well, Pat Carrigan's a lock, you know? I've got to say, worst-case well. worst scenario, he plays 60 minutes for 60 points, like what yeah. he get with the minutes he got last year. You're crazy yeah. if you think he's going to play 60 minutes. Yeah. You're going to play he's 70 minutes. 70 minutes comfortably. And he'll right? get his career PPM of one. I love Carrigan as a pick, and I reckon these people, 15... What 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 do you say the percent is? Uh, oh. this, there, are, I reckon some people are finding um, they've done the sums and they know that he is on for a big year this year. I I reckon he's yeah. a good buy for this year. Yeah, no, and I agree. And I think if something happened in the next two weeks, and like Kevin Murray was injured, I would and Dave Feder didn't impress me. I probably would just go. You know what? I want Pat Carrigan. Well, yeah, I mean, I reckon 70, you know, you, you're getting, I reckon I can see a world where he's not averaging 70 and he's, you know, he's 100K cheaper than um, Murray. So there you go. Um, look, I'm going to skip over a few there. John Bateman's not even Australia, so he doesn't get a say. I reckon he's, I've, I've, I'll show you what I've got here on my notes. I've said he's going to average 65, but that's me being very generous, saying he's going to get Ooh. 75 minutes. I don't reckon he will. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he averages 60 and only gets 70 minutes because Johnny's getting older. And, you know, they've got some young, like, Matamuas and Bloors and stuff that can spell him. I don't I don't reckon he's going to get 75 minutes. Oh, okay. I've I, I got him as an 80-minute edge forward for... Can't play 80 minutes 70 anymore. Minutes, 70 Can't play points. 80 minutes anymore. We don't know that. Well, he's because of his age. Yeah, well, well, have a look. Play against the Super League mob. He's shit. You can't even play a full game over there without being lazy and making mistakes. He's let's see. John Batman is done. No, look, I've said. Look, I've said he's going to play seventy-five as a minimum. I reckon he could play eighty minutes. He's a big name, Uh, but you know, eighty minutes at point eight seven, he will average just a bit under seventy. He's averaged in his last two years. Well, in his two years in in. um, the NRL, he averaged 70 plus. Yeah. But he was in the beautiful Hamber Raiders. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, hey, we made the grand final in a prelim while he was here. Any premierships? Oh, closer to a premiership <laughs> than bloody who, who are you? Roosters? Uh, Roosters. Oh, you've won a few of yeah. those. <laughs> look, I don't hate John Bateman. I'm probably salty that he left the Raiders. Um, look, you've got to think that he, if he can come out here and play 80, he's going to have no preseason. Yeah, he's I know. preseason over there. Is he, you can't have him for the start of the year. So I, I reckon you could probably get a look at him anyway and see what he's doing. But, I mean, look, it's not Penrith down to the dogs kind of a jump, but it is the he was here in the Raiders' heyday, our, our premiership window down, you know, to a rebuilding Tigers. I don't know. I'm, I've got some reservations. Um, look, we can't stay on all of these. Um, you know, these are all above 600K. We've got to get into some of the middies. I want to start the middies chat with Adam Elliott. Um, 564,500. He is 7.1% ownership. I know you're not as big a fan of him as um, the Whisperer and I are. Although the Whisperer and I, neither of us have him in our team. Um, he's averaging uh 2022 was 54. I'm average. I'm tipping him to average 65 this year, with the minutes that he can get at his PPM. He's got a good PPM. Um, look, I said in my notes, I've got he's a medium good price because it is 564,000. I'd rather get. Uh, oh, is it how much is it for um Carrigan? I'd probably prefer uh, six six fifty. Oh, you got to find an extra hundred thousand. Um, look, so he's seven point one percent owned. I'm tipping him for sixty five this year. Um, but that's I'm, I'm assuming that his minutes are going to be lower. I'm like I'm not. That's not eighty minutes. What have I worked him out at? Oh, his PPM. I reckon he's going to average sixty five this year. On his PPM? Oh, 60, 65 at a 1 PPM? Is that what you're... Let's have a look. Where are you, Elliot? No, that's Brendan Elliott. He's, he's not going to average 70 plus. Adam Elliott, where are you, mate? Yeah, the PPM is 1.03. You know, I reckon he's going to... I think I've worked him out for 60... Oh, a PPM of 1 for 65 minutes. That's conservative. Okay. He's, he's gone oh. higher than that. He's gone higher than that. Once. Well, three, five times, oh, sorry. Yeah, so he's, oh. yeah. Sure, one of one of these times, number one, was on an edge. And then the other time was at a hooker. And then there's three where I, I understand where you're coming from. He's so, going to go at a PPM of one. Easy. Oh, yeah, but I think it's in 55 minutes. You think he's going to get 55 minutes? Well, see, this is my fear about him. Is the coach, he does not play his locks for big, big minutes. He, We were saying that about Barnett. Why is he not playing Barnett for more minutes? You reckon he's going to yeah. have 55 minutes? Yeah, I'm sorry. He, he, he left the Raiders to go to the Knights and play 55 minutes. Yeah. Uh, he only left the Knights so he could be with his missus, who's also at the Knights. Like, that's why he's left the Raiders, I mean. They're the king like, and queen of, of Newcastle now. Yeah, yeah that's exactly um, why he's gone there. I reckon he's going to get 60 minutes uh, at least. Is he even starting this week? He's coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. Here's my cons. Um, he hasn't had much footy since his injury late last season at the Raiders. Um, he's coming off the bench uh, in this week two of the preseason, which is going to be hard to peg minutes, which, look, that's what we're arguing about, isn't it? So yeah. um, the real worry is what you see from them this week is not going to give you an indicator of his minutes. I reckon he's probably going to pay, play 30 minutes off the bench in his first footy hit out for a while. So if you were going to take him into round one, 50 minutes and 65 minutes is very different. Yeah. 
you know. Who are they good know. as? Who are they? You think that Kurt Mann's going to take all these minutes? That Kurt Mann it's isn't talking, a lock. Who's going to take his minutes? Who's going to take his minutes? Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann. I'm dead set serious. Oh. He's going to play Kurt Mann there for like 30 minutes. Or sort right. of 25 or something like that. He's going to mess like. Adam Elliott is like Ricky Stewart with forwards, unless there's a certified gun, like absolute star, like Joseph Tarpany, it's brutal. Well, my final note on Adam Elliott was what we think Elliott should play minutes-wise may not be what coach thinks yeah. Elliott should play. So they, He might be a better – I think he's probably better as a 65-minute forward. Yeah. But he could range anywhere. He's such a talented footballer. 70. I really think he's a talented – one of the better locks in the comp, I reckon. He's like a poor he's, man's um Cam Murray. Yeah, he's got some creative skills, no doubt about it. And he can get through some work. I I'm just I'm aware that we've got a, a coach who likes to be a bit radical on our hands here. Oh, I mean, if 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 the what happens should happen for uh, Adam Elliott happens this year, he'll average sixty-five. Um I have no doubts about it. I'm a big fan. Um, all right, let's move it on. Uh where are I gonna find me notes? Uh Adam Elliott, let's move down to the next one on the list that I want to talk about. It's going to be Mitch Barnett, 536,000. Um, Mitchie, he is starting this week in prop. Do you think they're actually going to do that in the and then and play Tohu at the 13? I think no matter where he's named, Tohu will be playing a link role. And I think you'll see Barnett just playing as like this running forward sort of style, you know? Just well, Barnett is a, such a talented player as well. Oh, uh, we're talking about two players that I guess are yin and yang because we're worried about Elliot for the way that they treated Barnett. Um, he averaged yeah. uh 51 last year, his minutes were the lowest over the last four years last year of 66. What do yeah. you think he's going to play in that um team? I think he's probably good for well, it depends. Like if he's in the middle exclusively, I think he's good for 50. If he's on an edge and middle, I think he could play you know, 60 to 65. It's yeah. going to be, I just don't know what, I just don't know how that forward rotation will work. We'll get a pretty good insight into it, you know, on the weekend. And then from there, I guess next week we'll be sitting here saying either Mitch Barnett played a stack of minutes or we'll be saying Much uh, of the same. it's Toe it's to Harris with the big minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. Look, over the last four years, he's had a 0.88, a 0.9, a 0.9. Last year, it went down to a 0.77. Do you reckon he's going to get a – he's moved to a new club. He's probably going to start harder, isn't he, and get back. I think he was a little bit burnt out. You know, he had that – he got he got uh, suspended for the thing Oh, He had <laughs> oh, a bad old year. It. it was not a great year, the last one, was it? Um, But look, he – death threats, he got – he was all over the shop last yeah. year. So it's a fresh start over in NZ um, for him. I reckon he could get, look, even if he gets 50 minutes at 0.9, let's let's do it like that. Let's say he gets his PPM back to what he normally gets. Uh, well, that's not great, is it? It's 45 if it's 0.9 by 50. So you need him to get 60 minutes, don't you, at 0.9? Yeah. So I'm just quickly doing some numbers here. Which one there? In games where he played over 60 minutes last year, 57.2 average. Yep. You know, that's roughly what I think he's going to turn out here. So not yeah, much I, value. Yeah, I agree. There's not, there's not enough. There's not. That's not enough, is it? He needs to be 80 on an edge 
for big minutes at lock, but he's not going to get big minutes with Tofu and Fanoi. No, he's not. Well, so I guess we're probably saying he's not for us, is he? Not for us unless, you know, something changes, unless there's injuries in the forward pack, you know. It's too early to say that he's going to do well this year for Supercoach. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like him as a footy player. I, I really yeah. do. But, you know, it's not not for him this year um, to start. Anyway, because it's hard to get a peg on what they're going to do. That's kind of what I have a fear about Nia Kore as well. Um, let's move it on down to um, Nat Butcher. 580,000, 3.6. He's got a really nice... Um, job in that very good team to start mm. the year, isn't he? Um Satili, when are we saying? I've heard like round I've heard May as well. May. All right. Yeah. So it's an extended run. I reckon Egan and Nat are probably both going to get the start in the second row forward for them. I think mm. that Nat plays 80. Yeah. Oh. 75? He's going to play big minutes. Oh. I think Nat will start but it wouldn't shock me if Josh Wong plays his way into the starting team ahead of Nat Butcher. Because Egan Butcher is one of, from a Roosters perspective, he's one of our forwards for the next 10 years. You know, he's going to be a cornerstone oh, of our I forward love him. pack. I love yeah. the look of him, yeah. Him, Bradley, Collins, that's the big three for the future. Josh Wong might be one of the big players, on our big players on the, on the edge as well, you know. Um, I'm Nat, just Nat has early stripes. Sure. In that rooster Nat seat. has earned his stripes, but he might also provide a bit of middle coverage. Which oh, well, that's a fair, fair Maybe Egan does. Maybe, you know, I just don't know. I'm merely saying that that Brewster's second row rotation could be, it could take any form come round one. Egan Butcher is the one that has my interests, though. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Egan, um, but I don't mind Nat. He's 3.6. I reckon he, at least to start the year, maybe he starts the year for the first few games. They just go with someone who's had a bit more first grade, big minute sort of um, role. I don't hate it um, at all. I I think you can get a slice of either of the butchers. I'm like you. I prefer Egan. Um, Career, like, look, uh, Nat's career PPM is below one. It's it's a a 0.8 something, whereas Egan um, goes over a one you know, or for his career, even in limited roles off the bench. Let's talk about um, Teague Wilton. I think I saw him in your team. Was he in your team? He sure um, is. 493,600. So He's 3.7% owned Teague. Um, look, you know, I prefer him to Nat probably because I reckon yeah. Teague Wilton's on the grow as well. And a decision to bench the captain and use him as a middle, it just is sensational news for Teague Wilton, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, 80-minute games like last year, he averaged 67.8. Now, he'll need the six, He'll need the 80 minutes if he wants to really go up in value by a sufficient margin. But I, I, I'm, not, I'm pretty certain that he will, you know? I just think even then, like, T. Goulton is an attacking beast. You know, he's, he's a weapon they use close to the try line. He runs a brilliant line, um, and he... Attracts defenders to help, which gives his outside back some space, which means that, you know, job security wise, that's going to help him big time. And so I think I'm all in on Teague this year. He's under 500,000 as well, pod. And, uh, you know, he's got Nico with him and then a pretty decent draw after the first three rounds. Yep. What are your thoughts? Uh, look, I like him. He's, you know, it's it's a point per minute in the point sevens. 
you know, he's not even above 0.8. So you do need the minutes. He's one where it's essential that you get the minutes. Yeah. It's essential. It is essential. Um, And And so, you know, you are... You are throwing a little hope in there that that goes up, I'd imagine, next to Nico. He hasn't probably – his his PPM and his minutes and stuff has been coming off the bench, hasn't it? He's had some yeah. starting games, but the vast majority has been off the bench and sort of filling in, you know, in sometimes even in the middle or on different sides or whatever, you know? Yeah. Even when he's playing, like, 70 minutes on an edge, it, admittedly, like, 70 or more minutes on an edge, his average is 65.8. You know, he, he's a pretty good super coach scorer. It's reflected in his scoring and uh, it's reflected in his in the way he plays, you know. And I'm, I'm pretty keen on him this year. I think he, he's had a full preseason at, on the edge. Uh, he's been forming combinations. I think it all points towards T. Wilson having a pretty big year. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I could see him 60-plus. You know, maybe early early sixties, um, which is perfectly fine. Before ninety three, yeah. I mean, I'm going to endorse him. I think um, if if I go down from Fafida to fund other things in my team, I think um, Teague Teague and Egan depends because if I go back to Cheese, I don't want to have three roosters. So that would probably put the kibosh on Egan because I don't want to go in with three roosters, being that they've got an early buy. Um, but Satig is one of those ones. It's a, a fairly strong option, I think. <sighs> Um, let's move it on down to the other butcher, Egan. Um, I've done some study on him. He's 1.4% owned. He's 482,100. The average, um, in 2022 is 46 and that's from 40 minutes. So he's got a nice PPM 46 minutes for 40, uh, for, uh, 46 points of 40 minutes. Um, I'm projecting him 66. Now that is a, a part of, Project projection because obviously we're going to get Angus back and we're going to get Satili. So he's his average come the end of the year is obviously going to drop as his minutes drop. But this is my projected by him with no Satili and no Angus. I'm going to say he gets 60 minutes. That's conservative, isn't it, for uh, Egan? Yeah. 60 minutes at his career PPM of 1.1. He's going to average 66. Now, on his career peak, yeah. He's often been a middle forward off the bench. He so, is going to do plenty fine on an edge. He's a talent. Yeah, but he's not going to do a 1.1 or whatever his PPM was. He'll do a 1. He, he might do a 1. He might do a 0.9. I think a 0.9 is an elite PPM for an edge forward. I reckon he's going to get 60 minutes. So if it's 0.9, Ooh. it'll be just under 60. I've got him get playing probably 70 minutes. Yeah, well, if it's seventy at point nine, it's uh, you're in nice, nice territory. Yeah, well, I think it's. I think your average is right. I think he's playing more minutes at a less PPM. Yeah, all so right, like fair enough. One game as a starting edge forward in the NRL, and this was against South Sydney back in 2021. 71 points, 71 minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, so we we like him. Um, one point four percent. Again, I think you've got to be careful about how many roosters you have going into an early buy. Um, but I think to start the year, it's going to be good. He's going to get 20 minimum or more minutes <laughs> added into yeah. what he did last year. So any of these people that get 20, 25, 30 extra minutes and they go at a not, even point nine, like you said, it's an elite PPM. So let's add 25 more minutes into Nat Butcher, uh, into Egan Butcher and yeah. give him 25 extra minutes. He's going to do well. Um, 
I'm going to move it down to Luke Garner um, as well. He's a real popular player to start the year. He's 435,100, uh, 28.6 ownership. Everyone's saying Luke Garner was pretty good when he played for the Tigers and he's going into that um, amazing <laughs> kick-out position in that back-to-back premiership team. I think that people are... Um, optimistic about what he can do. Look, his 2022 average was 41. That was off 66 minutes. Um, I projected him this year for 60.2 uh, for Luke Garner. I'm saying it's a 0.86 PPM. I don't think he's quite up at that 0.9. Um, and I think he's going to get 70 minutes. So that's where the 60.2, if he can, I mean, if they, if he gets a few more, let's, if we say pump in three, four more tries, in the yeah. year, um, because he's in that amazing Penrith Panthers edge, you know, he could actually average much better in the PPM department. Um, but I'm just going conservative. Point uh, eight six. You reckon you'll get 70 minutes? I think you get 70 minutes comfortably, don't you? Yeah, like, I think so. He just feels like one of these guys that, you know, he runs a very good line. He's a different yep. type of back rower. but he should have a very similar effect. Yeah, I, I think he's a good defender. Yeah, good defender. On- 80 minutes. I'm just getting the numbers on 80 minutes of yep. Luke Garner. Give me a second. Um, so he had scores of, I believe it's 84, 48, 71. Uh, this is going to be a drawing out. 47, uh, 58, 41, 49. And then he plays 22 and 23. Okay. Um, and then 73. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. It's a bit drawn out there, but he played, what was it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, I've done some. Oh, yes. He's played around nine games as an 80 minute edge forward last year. Okay, I'm, I'm, I keep doing something wrong. Point is, I think he's averaging pretty close to 60 as an 80-minute edge forward at the Tigers. Yeah, at the Tigers. So I'm saying, look, conservatively, if he gets his PPM to 0.93, which is his career best, and that was his career best at the Tigers. So if you don't think that he can get that PPM back up to his career best at the uh, Penrith Panthers, that's a bit um, loose thinking, I reckon. I reckon he can get it back up to his career best, 0.93, and that means that on 70 minutes, his average will be 65.1. So, yeah, done it now 58.9 average yep. as an 80 minute edge forward last year for the Tigers. Yep. well that's the thing I, I reckon people sort of say well he was pretty good at the tigers he's got to be be- good he's got to be better yeah. Uh, yeah. at the uh Penrith panthers so i think he it probably warrants the popular ownership um for him um let's move it down from there um i want to go down to who who, who we got next i'm gonna have a yeah, well, that's well. Let's talk about Elias Katoa. Um, he is obviously we're hearing really strong mail that he is going to start um on the edge and him and Lawyero. So um, I was big on him to start the year because I thought I've liked the look of what I've seen from him in his past. Obviously, very inconsistent at the Warriors, but um, I'm expecting going into a Melbourne team that he's going to be a lot better. Yeah, no, definitely, and it looks like he's going to draw the start as well, which is good for him. Um, it, it just everything points towards him really excelling this year, doesn't it? In a better, in a new system where they often turn around uh, plays with potential into proper superstars, 
it, it all points towards him really thriving this year. Yeah, he, he's a big body, and I think that they just got him ugly ball in the past. He's got Jerome Hughes and Munster there getting him ball. Um, I think that that probably means good things for him, don't you reckon? I definitely do. Yeah, so look, um, the career, I mean, last year his PPM was 0.95. He did it in 30, or he did it in 41 minutes. So if he plays an edge at Melbourne Storm, he's going to get more than 40 minutes because that's just yeah. three minutes to be playing an edge. And he, I, I, I've got him playing probably 70 minutes, don't you? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, he averages 59 as a 70-minute back row. Yeah. At least, you know? Yeah, so I think that there's some real value there. I mean, look, people have probably seen inconsistency from him over his career. The minutes went from 70 down to 50 down to 41, but I think it's a new lease of life going there. I do not see Bellamy using him um, for the minutes that he got last year. He's always had a pretty healthy PPM. Uh, even yeah. last year was a year where it wasn't his best year in the world, but he still went out a 0.95. So um, I reckon that the Melbourne Storm will use him um, because he is a big body and he he can run a good line, can't he? He's got he a little bit to his game. Play. He looks like a, a likely customer. Um, yeah. And I reckon now you probably feel confident um, that he's going to get the start. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we both like Alicia Katoa. Um, I want to talk about Marad Niyakora. I've been a fan of him as well. Um, he is 400 and a tick over 400 in cost. He is... Uh, looking like you're going to probably get the start in the second row there with um, what they look like their makeup is going to be. Uh, what are you what are you seeing for Murad and Iacore this year? I'm seeing close to an 80-minute edge forward, I think. Yep. What and I think he's going to really, he can really crack on this year. He, admittedly, you know, he hasn't played big minutes in the past, so... I'm not sure what to make of it. Like he only really had one big minute game on the edge last year, and he play he scored fifty three and seventy eight. So I don't I don't know really to be honest with you. I don't know what he's going to turn out. Um, yep. If we look at twenty twenty one, you know he played on the edge in rounds twenty three and twenty four for. Well, he didn't play big minutes in 24, but he scored 50 and 80. I just think he's a mid-50s guy. He's, maybe that's a bit under the what he – that's a bit he's, – he's still he's still priced undervalued. Yeah, so definitely. I mean, value, like he, minutes have never much. gone above 58, you know. Like he's uh, – yeah. it's, it's really low minutes. Um, You know, he's, he's had a PPM that's either in the point sevens or up around the point one. Um, I don't know if that's going to be better going to the Warriors. I think we can say maybe it's a point eight. If he gets 0.8 by, you think he's going to play 70 minutes? Yeah, I think he plays 70 to 80 minutes. Yeah, well, if, he's, um, if it's 0.8 and he does it for 70 minutes, you score you 56. Um, oh, so I think of the tick on 400,000. Um, it could be worse. I don't mind people taking yeah. a slice of um, Murata and Iacore. It, it could be worse. I mean... I just don't think there's as much value as what you can get in other options. That well, that's time. right. I mean, for 400, I mean, uh, look, you'll be taking a punt, I guess, on Alessia Katoa a little bit as well. Um, but, you know, find some money for Teague or find some money for, a, you know, a butcher or one of these ones in these good teams, I reckon. <laughs> that's what I'll yeah. be doing um, personally. Uh, what do we got next? Um, I'll move on down to some of the lower sort of price ones that are, um, good. There's no one else. I mean, we should talk about Trent Lawyero, shouldn't we? Um, yeah, we should. Lawyero is uh, an absolute bargain. He, he looks like he's going to get the start there for the Melbourne Storm in the second row forward. He's 365,000. He's 1.9% owned. 
Um, you know, I've I've done research on Loyero, and he's not the worst. Yeah, he's not too bad. He he he's, he's turns out a pretty decent average when given an opportunity. So when he played more than fifty five minutes uh, in his career, he averages fifty six point two. So. Yeah. No, there's some good value. Yeah, some good years, value. 0.85, 0.96. The minutes have been, you know, really low. Thirty-six minutes last year. If he plays sixty minutes, do you reckon he plays sixty minutes or more? Um. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a sixty-five to seventy-minute back row. Let's say, let's say sixty-five by the PPM. He'll average fifty-eight point five. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I just right. reckon, um, you know, that's for 360,000, you could get around um, within a, a stone's throw of what we're predicting for Teague Wilton. Um, so he's sort of a bit of an uglier option because you need to expect that better things are there for him. We probably, it's safe to expect extra minutes, isn't it? If he does start yeah. on the edge, um, probably not the job security, we don't think. Um, you know, they could use Nelson there for minutes in the second row forward. We know Tarek, when he does get over his calf injury, is, is I don't know, they'll use him in the middle probably, but he can play edge. He's played it for his whole career. So yeah. um, there are some little tiny red flags there, I guess, but the outlay of cost 365 for someone who's probably going to average just a, a hair under 60. He's, yeah. he, he, he's a perfect third benchy, isn't he? Who have you got as your third benchy? Alicia Katoa? Yeah. You could save yourself some crumb and just go Loero, who's going to average the same. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'll have I, – I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I reckon yeah. Eli Katoa has the more – a bit more to his game, yeah. More, more to his game. I, I, I agree with you. But look, I'm, I'm a fan of Loero, and you know, I mean, look at it compared to, um, uh, Ghana. I mean, Ghana's got the pros of being in the most one of the most successful edges in the comp for a back-to-back mm. premiership team. But conservatively, what we're predicting for Ghana is the same as what we're conservatively sort of predicting for Trent Loyero. You save yourself 80K. So I don't hate it. Um, let's go over to some of the cheapy ones. Um, there's a bloke called Jermaine Hopgood who's playing for the Parramatta Eels. He's 298,800. His ownership is 45.2. Where's the rest of the... He should be 100% owned. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, like, he's at, there's no Ryan Madison for the first three rounds. Yeah, he's got to be playing close to 70 minutes, maybe even 75 or more early on. Yep. You've got to, you've got to, he's got to be in your 17. You could probably structure him as a third back rower if you wanted to. Yeah. I know that he's in my he's in my 17 ahead of Ellie Katoa right now. Yeah. Because that's how good he will be. Yeah. Look terrific in the first trial. The PPM conservatively, let's say it's a 1.04, because that's just how good he yeah. is. And if he only plays 65 minutes, he's going to average 67. Now that's if you're saying 65 minutes. And to start the year, it's probably going to be that as a minimum, maybe more. Yeah. You've got to have I mean, him. This is what I would do to anyone who doesn't know Jermaine Hopgood. I would say go look at the All-Stars game. He played 73 minutes in there, 44 tackles, four offloads, around 100 run metres. You're going to get that from him. Very similar stat line almost every week. The dude is going to be insane this year. He could be a season keeper, potentially. Yeah, well, let me go and play a bit of devil's advocate for you because we do hear that Maddo is going to be used as a lock. He's going to be used yeah. off the bench as a lock. 
Um, so that means that he is going to come on and, and, and you yeah. know, it's Jermaine Hopgood's going to go out of lock. So yeah, what do you see the minutes? Well, there's this brilliant position called the front row where Jermaine Hopgood would fit in perfectly. Oh, would he? So I, I reckon he's played front row and he's a front row and a lock forward. So he would be perfect there still. Um, if Junior Paul and Reed and Campbell Gillard go off, you know, I reckon he moves to the front row for 10 minutes and he comes off after 30 minutes. He'll come back on, play 10 minutes of front row. And if Maddo's a bit tired, you know, he'll come off and then get this. Or Maddo moves to the edge when Hopgood comes back on, you know. I think he's a comfortable 55-plus minutes this year, probably 60 in my opinion, maybe even more if he keeps impressing. Yeah, I, I think, think it's going to be – I'm all over him. Yeah, I I'm think it's going to be – I mean, in either way, when he, he's got a nice start because of Maddo's suspension. Yeah. So you start making money – you know, um, and you'll get him to a price. You, you know, he's two hundred ninety-eight to start. He could be a season-long keeper if if he does keep continue getting the minutes. If not, he's made enough money probably for you to get him to someone else. Um, all right, let's move it on to some of the real sort of cheaper ones that we're getting into. Let's talk about um, uh, Jack Hetherington. Um, 266,600. He is a jewel, but I'm thinking about him in second row forward. You know, I did discuss him. Did we discuss him in the front row? We think it's going to be around 40 minutes if he gets the 40 yeah. sort of minutes. Um, it, it is really disappointing that we haven't seen him in the um preseason yeah. and we're not going to see him this week as well. So you can't touch uh, him, can you? Yeah, no, you can't. I think it was a calf injury. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Wilmington preseason due to a calf injury. That's why you haven't seen him. So, well, I mean, minimum, I would have liked to have seen him in the preseason before I was ever going to take a punt on him. You've gone Sean Kepi in your team, who's starting a lock for the Manly Eagles. <laughs> so, um, look, I, I just can't get around. Um, I can't get around Jack Hetherington to start the year. He is 14.2% owned. He's so highly owned. People are yeah. just going in sight unseen. You think just because of the price? I think so. And um, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, Unless he was, if he hasn't been confirmed by now to be playing on an edge, he probably won't be playing on an edge, and that's the only way I would have owned him, really. Yep. Uh, can I quickly mention a player? Yeah. Yeah, Herman S A S A. Oh, Herman. Yeah. You know? This is going to be interesting because two point two percent owned. So people are. There's a couple of thinkers like yeah. you. Yep. You see, in 2022, he had a 1.2 ppm. 2021, he had a atrocious year. He played two games and got sent off in the third and missed a millennium. So, yeah, well, we're going to discount 2021 entirely, okay? Yeah. So, he had a 1.1 PPM in 2022, or 1.2 PPM in 2022, and a 1.1 PPM in 2020. You know, all, and he's priced at what? 334,000. Right? Yeah. Tell me, is it feasible that SASA plays 40 minutes off the bench? That's oh, it's probably feasible. Yeah. 40 times, let's call it what it is, 1.15 between the two. Oh, that's 1.5, sorry. Uh, 46 points. Like, yeah. he could do it. He could do it. He could oh. dead set 56, and he's priced at like a 32, 33 average. Yeah, I'll tell you what um, Herman SASE is for, for Supercoach this year. He's cheap and nasty. I prefer, well, Tikimano costs that. Yeah, but like, we're talking second row. Right? Yeah, we're talking second. Well, we're talking second row forward, so we will keep you Tikamano at it. But I say go Trent Loiro instead. Oh, I'm, yeah, okay. Admittedly, I probably should have mentioned him in the front row part of this. Yeah, 
In the um, front row, I prefer Utikamano. In the second row, I prefer um, Loriero. Loriero, personally. But Why not both Utikamano and SASA? Well, yeah. Let's say to... Sean Kepi. We don't get Sean Kepi for some miraculous reason. Or we don't get a South Sydney see, team. Like, I just see Herman SASA averaging 40, and I see Ben Murdoch Masilla probably averaging f- I don't see I, I'm, I'm not sure. Go it's big, a, Ben. He looks good, Ben. He, he, looks, he looks good, but he also looks like... Shit. He, he plays for Anthony Griffin. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, so look, um, well, it's worth a mention, I guess, and two points something people are doing it. Um, let's move it down. Um, let's go to um some of the other cheaper ones in there. You you um oh, have and then I have as well, actually, at some stage had Ray Stone in our team. I think I had even probably longer than you did, if you did. Um 246,900. 31% of people of going with Ray Stone is just a price, isn't it? It's the price and the potential for like a 40 minute roll off the bench. You know, yeah. I think if anyone at that price is getting 40 minutes off the bench, they're undervalued. Ray Stone was really impressive in that trial. Yeah, I thought he was. I just, I don't think he'll be the start. He won't be the starting one. That's Tom Gilbert's job. Yeah, um, he won't start. But I mean, if he gets 40 minutes off the bench, like you're, like you're talking for um, Herman SASA. Yeah, downgrade option probably. They both are. Yeah, I mean, his career, he's played for a while, 0. 0.94, 0.93, 1.17, 1. 1.14 in the last two years. Yeah, so, I said the 1.14 being probably a more likely PPM for him, don't you? Yeah, so, I mean, look, 1.14, you know, and he gets 40, 40 minutes. 40, 46, 47. 40, 45. I reckon for 246, that is really pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it is good value. And... uh I will watch the minutes early on, and I can always. He's coming off a big injury too, as well. So he's hard as nails. Hard as nails, yeah. I mean, I like him as a footballer. You know, I think he's, yeah, fun, I he's fun to have in your team. A lot of people There's say don't touch him with a ten foot pole. Yeah. But, I mean, in the second row, people put in Jack Hetherington. I prefer Ray Stone. Ray Stone. Jack Hetherington. Yeah. Did you see the picture of Raystone with blood all yeah, over down yeah. the front of him? Yeah. Oh, that just epitomizes him as a footballer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. I mean, look, he's got a if he's we talk about um who's the old mate getting the start at the Cronulla Sharks, who's got the awesome PPM. Royce Hunt. Royce Hunt yeah, yeah so if Royce Hunt gets on there, he he's a busy fellow when he gets on there. And if he gets 40 yeah. minutes at his busy rate, he's gonna absolutely get a mozzarella of points. He's gonna flog it in. Raystone, yeah. when he's out there, is busy and he goes at a point per minute above one. If you think he's going to get 40, go with him in your team. I reckon he, yeah. you could do a hell of a lot worse. People are going these, um, you know, 230Kers, like a Bloor, who he might start on the bench. I mean, if, if uh, what's his name, doesn't even get here for round one. John Air. Um, You know, Bloor could start, a, you know, but I just think that Ray Stone will be, like you said, he's tough, he has nails, he'll go at a point per minute. And if he gets 40, if he gets 35, it'll be 35 points. If it's 40 minutes, it'll be 40. If he gets 50, it'll be 50. You know, he, he'll get a point a minute, above a point a minute when he's out there. I've had a team which lets me sort of have my cake and eat it too, where I've had Hopgood at my third, um, second row forward, mm-hmm. and I've pumped Ray Stone in there. So essentially, instead of it being a Ghana on the starters and, and Hopgood as my first benchy, I've gone with Hopgood as my third, second rower, and Ray Stone as my third i mean it means that i would have to rely on him when i get a buy in my second rowers to play him 
40, if he's getting 40 points, 45 points, that's not too bad, is it? Ah, well, I mean, you, you, you've got your one where you couldn't get a, a great Harry Grant or a Hines, and, you know, the, your player is getting an extra 15 points, you know? Yeah. I've tried to make it so that I could my the I could go with a lawyer and have Jermaine Hopgood on the bench. That makes me feel a little bit safer. But I, I'm pro. I am pro Raystone. I'm I'm on the I'm on I'm on the um I'm in the waves. I'm in the airwaves saying I'm I'm pro Raystone. You can hear it. I don't hate people. And look, he is popular, thirty one percent. So yeah. I just reckon um out of the ones in that sort of price point, you know, he's, he's certainly he's not, easily. He's not He's easily as good as some of the other ones that everyone's, um, you know, talking about. Yeah. Uh, anyone else that you want to talk about in a low price? Obviously, you. Well, we talked about Matt Dory being, um, looking ever yeah, increasingly we'll, like we'll, he's we'll going to Dory, shall we? Yeah, that he's going to get the start. Um, at the start yeah. of the season, the second row. Yeah, right edge forward for Parramatta, playing reasonably big minutes. That that's just a golden position, isn't it? It's just a golden position to be in, and. We've been blessed with someone at 234,000 put in that position. And so I'm very happy that he was named there. I've brought him in because I think he could, um, I think he's probably a 65 minute edge forward for Para. Yeah. I think he should be able to churn out 50 points in those 65 minutes, in my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think so. Um, I've got him in my team as well because it just, um, I thought it was going to be Jack Murchie, but now we've seen Dury. It was rumored and he is a talent. Um, yeah. You know the 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 worst thing that could happen is that he, his minutes drop right down. You know when you get well, who's to come back in, Maddo? Maddo, but as a middle forward, maybe a bit on the edge, but mainly a middle forward. Maddo, yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt his minutes too much. I, I'm pro Matt Dury. I yeah. reckon um, he's probably seems like a more sure thing than Matt Amua and um, Sean Bloor to me yeah. at current um, time. Um, let's just go over um, those we, two guys very quickly. Yeah. Um, Look, no John Bateman to start the season. Um, how's how they're gonna line up on the edges, um, the Tigers? I think it'll be well, they named Safer up on the edge yeah. this week. Yeah. So Safer? I guess it's Safer there then. Well what's going There's on? There's no sign of Matamua. There's no sign of Matamua looked good in the first um trial. Yeah. Law. He, he's on the extended bench now, Matamua. He's not even the seventeen. Law's named off the bench, and it looks like it's going to be um, Alex Safar starting for the Tigers. Uh, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a fan of it, but. Well, we, you know, we, someone's going in on the edge. We don't know if it's going to be Sean Bloor or Adam Moore. It's obviously going to be teamless Tuesday um, reliant. Um, we talked about um, old mate there that you said could be a chance to take the second row forward off Nat Butcher Wong. Josh Wong, yeah. Looks he, really good to me. He's he a big really unit, good. isn't he? Yeah. He can play in a number of positions. Really good player. He'll be the future of the Chooks for sure. And, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very keen on him if he can draw a start at any point. Um, we've also missed uh, not the number one cheapy second rower, Josh Schuster. Yeah, yeah, we have. I'm going to talk about him in five eight. Five eight. Okay. I mean, people are I'll using him. It. Yeah, but we'll save it for five hour because I really think that he's got more value in five eight. So I'm going to talk about him in five eight. Um, right. but absolutely, you know, people have got him in their second row and it works. 
I'll start writing my essay on Josh Schuster. <laughs> yeah, Josh Schuster is looking good. Um, now, look, um, Mooney from the Raiders, it doesn't look um, superb. I'm hearing Adam oh. Mariotta is going to be the guy that might jag that bench spot. He yeah. is dual, is he? Or is he front row forward only? Uh, I can't uh, remember. Mariotta's only front row, I think. Yep. All right. So that's not for this conversation. But on the subject of Mooney, you're going to need to wait for TLT because yeah. um, unfortunately, Sorry. it doesn't look like it's heading that way. Yeah. And but, I don't think it'll be Big Red starting a lock either, do you? No. I think it's Tarpany playing pretty big minutes a lot. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, we talked about that in the front row. You know, he's yeah. sticky. He's 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 a lunatic at times. Stick. Um, but anyway, yeah, but you never know what he's going to do. That's the thing. You own any of these. The only one you can own with surety is probably Hudson Young because he's going to play eighty minutes on the edge, or, or Tuppany, hoping so that. He, but you still got a tiny worry about whether his minutes are going to get screwed. But look, Josh yeah. Papali is in his twilight years, so Big Joe is not going to get a minutes reduction this year. We've gone for an hour and a half. That doesn't surprise me on second row forward um, because wow. it's such a big subject. Um, it was a terrific chat. I think we've really come up with some yeah. good ones there. Sorry, guys, if you've got someone in your team and we've poo-pooed them. Sorry if we haven't covered everyone because it'd go for three hours if we talked about everyone. Yeah. There's lots of different ways to go about it. The key takeaways for me is um, getting, oh, you know, like I think there's a lot of different options you can go in the second row forward. And, and Lawyero, Teague Wilton, there's some value, Butcher, there's some guys in there that their work rate um, could be almost matching one of these premiums like within a, hand, a stone's throw. Um, so maybe you could do a lot in your team if you start to consider some of those guys. Hey, some of the midi ones that are growing into a better role. Maybe you don't need to go. In my case, I'm going Murray and Fafita. I really I need to see something from Big Fifi. Yeah. I, I really do need to, as you say, he needs to perform with, he needs to be used and he needs to be, he needs to perform, he needs to execute. So there's a big watch on Fafita, isn't there? I want to see him come out and score two tries this week and everyone just go, oh my God, I'm going to get David Fafita in. It just happens, doesn't it, like that? Um, Nathan, mm-hmm. superb talking super coach as always with you. We'll be back next um, podcast. Oh, we're going to throw halves and five eights in there. There's not as many things to talk about, I reckon, in there. There's a few mm. different strategies you can go, but we'll cover that nice and easily yeah. in a podcast. Second row forward and center wing are the, the long ones. Yeah, um, enjoy listening. <laughs> <laughs> but we got the uh, second row forwards out. We got it done. Um, thanks for yeah. talking super coach as always. Oh, no worries. We'll talk again soon. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness.